0: Hi, this is Sheila Cagle and it's Communicate Influence. This episode has a flavor of the future to it. It points to what podcasting could look like in the coming months. And this is because it's created with a new mobile app called Rumble Studio. Rumble Studio is a web and mobile application that lets anyone or any organization record and publish audio for content marketing or any other purpose. It's easy to use, and it makes dropping episodes super fast. For this episode, I did a quick interview with Carl Robinson, who's actually the CEO of Rumble Studio. To do this asynchronous interview, I pre-recorded my questions into the web app, and Carl, who's based in Paris, recorded his answers in the app the next day. In fact, this was Carl's first ever interview with Rumble Studio. For the next stages, I use Rumble Studio to upload our intro music and record this intro within the web app. To use Rumble Studio, you don't need any equipment or special skills. There's no scheduling involved. You simply record your questions and let an interviewee know when they're ready to be answered. You do this by inserting their email address into Rumble Studio, which then sends the interviewee an invite. The potential uses for Rumble Studio are intriguing and exciting. It's going to open up audio creation to so many more people. And it's going to be great for hard to reach guests or people in different time zones who simply can't connect. Rumble Studio isn't just confined to question and answer interviews. A creator can use Rumble Studio for solo podcasts or simply to create some audio content. In my view, Rumble Studio isn't going to replace real live human interviewers or podcast editors, but I think it will definitely enhance podcasters or content creators' work. And I think journalists will find this tool incredibly useful too. I've had fun using Rumble Studio, and it's been great to connect with Carl on this. The only thing I think needs a bit of improvement is the interface and the instructions. I can see how some guests may find it challenging or even a bit daunting at first glance. Carl assures me that this is something that his team are working on. In a few weeks, I'll have a full human interview with the CEO himself, Carl Robinson. And you can find Rumble Studio online at rumble.studio. Hello, Carl. Welcome to this podcast made by your very own Rumble Studio. Tell us a bit about Rumble Studio.
1: Hi, Sheila, Thanks very much for having me on the show to talk about Rumble Studio uh, and for the opportunity to use Rumble Studio to actually answer your questions. This is a, a first for me. Uh, so I'm pretty excited to be able to test the tool uh, in a real use case on a, on a real podcast that's not one of my own. Uh, to introduce myself uh, again, I, my name is Carl Robinson. I'm the CEO of Rumble Studio. Uh, we have built an application that lets businesses create audio for content marketing in minutes in a fraction of the time that it currently takes. Uh, We did this basically because uh, there's a problem today in that audio creation tools are very slow to use. Um, And this puts a lot of people off, a lot of businesses decide not to get into audio content marketing, not to launch a podcast or a flash briefing, or just record audio for their website. Because there's a high barrier to entry, they have to buy the equipment, learn how to use the software, uh, and they worry about how much time that they're going to spend on it. So they decide not to, and instead stick to their typical content marketing activities like blogging and social media and emailing. So our solution is a web and mobile app that allows you to record guest interviews asynchronously. And what that means is, You type some questions uh, for your guest into Rumble Studio. Maybe you choose five main questions, topics that you want to talk about. Um, And then you send an invite to the guest by entering their email address. uh, And that's it. Uh, Then you you basically wait for the answers to come back. Uh, And in the meantime, the system uh, contacts a guest who logs on um, and sees the questions that you've asked, uh, listens to the questions, and then records their answers. Uh, now, uh, the machine poses the questions in a in a dynamic fashion. And so uh, in the short term with our MVP, it's literally question, answer, question, answer in a fairly rigid format uh, that gives you audio that you can then edit, you can discard the answers that are no good, um, and you can keep and reorder the, the answers that are good. Uh, In the longer term, however, our product vision, is, which is what we'll be building over the next few months, is to actually uh, add a a dynamic uh, conversational element to that conversation. So uh, instead of it being a rigid question-answer format, the system will listen to what the guest says and then dynamically generate follow-up questions so that the guest is then immediately asked uh, a second question based on what they just said. And this is possible because the tools today, like natural language understanding, natural language processing, and uh, text-to-speech engines, have progressed to the point where this is actually possible. And I'm excited because, you know, open domain chatbots tend not to work that well, or they tend to veer off course. But podcasts are a fantastic use case where I think today's technology works really well because the guest is highly cooperative. Of course, the guest is incentivized to uh, cooperate and to put their best foot forward, to give longer, more complete answers, and not try to catch the bot out, as uh, might happen in other contexts. And uh, the answers that you get back are highly atomic. And so the questions that are put to the guest uh, are recorded one by one, question, answer, question, answer, which can then be repurposed in many different ways, uh, not just glued together to make a podcast, but also used individually, converted into video clips for social media. And what we're really excited about is having them discovered by Google uh, over the longer term uh, as actual search results. And one of the trends we've seen recently is that Google is prioritizing audio as a first class citizen alongside video and images and text. Um, when you type in a search, or as is more often the case these days, uh, ask using your voice, to make a voice search, uh, you get res- You get a response back called a search engine result. Um, and often those answers, those results, can actually be in audio format now. Google is transcribing all podcast episodes. Of course, they transcribe all the audio in videos as well. And one of the things we've seen is that Google is now returning um, podcast episodes for search queries and also videos uh, with the seek bar scroll to the exact point that answers your question. Um, and we believe it's just a matter of time until they do the same thing with audio. So they'll, you'll be typing in a question into Google and you'll get back an audio file. Uh, it might be a podcast episode. It might be a, sh- a short bit of audio found on a website, but it'll either be in its entirety, the answer to your query, or it'll be a longer form piece of audio, like a podcast episode with the seek bar scroll to the exact point. Um, that answers your question. And that is uh, fantastic news for anyone who creates audio because it massively increases the ROI of that audio. Not only do you share it out immediately as a podcast and on social media, but you can look forward to having it discovered over the longer term by Google from all the searches that will happen over the months and years to come. So in summary, uh, we aim to become the centralized audio hub for companies, uh, providing easy-to-use creation tools for audio, which makes it much easier uh to actually create audio it makes it uh much lower barrier to entry so a lot more people can get involved in creating audio really with the aim of making uh audio content as easy to produce as quick and easy to produce as writing a blog post is today but then also providing distribution tools so that you can convert those easily to media uh, to video for social media uh and providing the uh the the framework or the ability to have that content discovered by Google and appear in search results over the longer term as well.
0: Why did you create Rumble Studio?
1: Well, it actually came from personal need. So like I said, I've been podcasting for the last two years. Um, I'm an IT guy, so I'm used to trying to optimize things, trying to put prices into place, trying to see patterns in things. And I did notice one clear pattern that I was asking very similar questions to a lot of the guests I was going through um a lot of the same steps uh, to produce podcasts uh, each time uh, it was a lot of effort um i don't know if i mentioned before but I, my process which is you know i've refined over 2 years um takes me about 10 hours worth of effort to uh, to produce 1 hour of uh, podcast audio so it's completely end to end from uh, planning the the questions and finding the guests uh, scheduling time to actually interview them um appearing uh on the podcast so actually spending the time interviewing them including the overhead that that entails some guests cancel so you have to reschedule and and prime your mind once again in order to 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 record the audio once you've got the raw audio then you have to uh edit it using software that you have to learn how to use you have to put in the jingles and all this kind of stuff and then once you've got that final episode which is hours of work already then you need to upload it to podcast hosts and you need to promote it and you need to do all the things like creating blog posts and show notes and and everything else that goes along with uh, with that and so it was a really you know it was an epiphany for me to realize that it's there is linear effort first of all so you know if i want to produce two episodes that is literally double the time uh, so it's very hard to scale um i got contacted by more and more guests who wanted to appear on the voice tech podcast uh, but i just couldn't i just couldn't service them all i just there's no way that i had the the you know the hours in the week to be able to record more than one one podcast episode and be able to do it justice and so i was thinking well wouldn't it be fantastic to have a tool that i could at least Capture some of this content, send out the, the common questions that I, that I usually ask some of these guests, have them record the answers in their own time. And then I can perform my magic and do some editing on, on my end. Maybe put multiple guests together on one podcast episode, canvas opinion, get different points of view on a, on a subject. I can think of lots of creative uses for a tool like that. I looked online couldn't find anything uh, that came close. And so I thought, hmm, this is a, this is an opportunity. This is something that I, I could actually build myself. Then very fortunately, I was contacted by uh, this fantastic incubator in Paris uh, called Entrepreneur First. And, um, once I joined, uh, joined their scheme, actually met my CTO and, uh, together we've done a lot of research into the, into the podcasting space. Um, so I've gone from, you know, an individual podcaster with intuitions about this problem that I faced to, um, someone who's conducting research with a wide variety of people. We've had more than a hundred customer development conversations now. I've read countless market reports. Uh, and what I've learned is that there really is a huge opportunity in audio right now. Um, there are four big trends that are happening um, side by side. There is the the rising content marketing in general, like I was saying, that it's email, social media, video, um, and hopefully now audio as well. Um, there's podcasts, which is the most common form of audio content marketing. It's not the only one, but it's the one everyone's uh, excited about at the moment. Uh, And then um, along with that, there's also the rise in voice search. So people asking for search queries as opposed to typing them in. And that comes with uh, very specific uh, nuances as well. We don't ask for things in the same way as we type them. Uh, And of course, voice assistants, conversational user interfaces like Amazon Alexa. So people are getting excited about that that kind of thing as well. So these four things are all happening uh, simultaneously. Uh, And businesses are really taking note. So CMOs, content marketers and other businesses and uh, roles besides uh, are spending more and more money on podcast marketing now. Uh, one stat I found was that uh, in the US 22% of companies will invest in podcast marketing and next year together they will spend more than 1 billion dollars on podcast podcast marketing, which is incredible. But uh, they will spend it mostly on advertising. That means putting their ads in other people's shows. Only 10% of those companies who do invest in podcasts at all will produce any audio content themselves. And that's the problem, is that today's tools for creating audio content are very slow, very costly to use. The ROI doesn't seem to be there for a lot of businesses because they, they worry they're going to be spending too much time on creating the content. and They're not going to get as, uh, enough downloads, certainly in the short term. It's a long-term play. They haven't done it before. A lot of the people in the company don't even listen to podcasts, you know, because they still feel like it's kind of a new thing. And uh, so they choose not to do it. And I, I feel like it's, uh, we're in the same position with audio today as we were with websites 20 years ago. Uh, if you want to, if you wanted to get a, a, we- a website built, um, at the turn of the millennium, you had to hire a, you know, an expensive web developer. They would handcraft it in HTML and CSS, make it look really nice, and charge you $50,000 or something. Um, but, you know, today you can just knock up a website in just a few minutes using WordPress or Medium.com or Squarespace or any of these tools. And so I feel like audio is in the same place today. Businesses are just starting to pay attention to it, and uh, the tools uh, are, are are coming. <laughs> and this is the this is the bit that I've decided to apply myself to is actually democratise the creation of audio um, with uh, with better tooling.
0: What space do you foresee Rumble Studio filling in the podcasting marketplace?
1: Well, it's important to say that. Um, We're providing a new tool that is quite contrarian in its design. Um, I think there's a a general assumption that podcasts, and we're always talking about podcasts, even though this is a tool for audio content more generally, but people know podcasts uh, better than most. So they say, you know, podcasts are typically uh, two people or perhaps just, you know, a small group of people who are talking either face-to-face or on a call synchronously so they're there at the same time and place um and we say that that doesn't necessarily have to be true we're saying that you can solve a lot of the problems with audio content creation by making those conversations asynchronous and having uh, a machine do the hosting so having a machine ask the questions and respond to the guest with the aim of recording high quality audio that is interesting engaging helpful to listen to by the wider wider audience um in terms of the, the space that we foresee Rumble Studio filling in the podcasting market, um, we think it will either be a, a cost-effective choice for people to get into podcasting or um, a way to supplement existing methods uh, for people who are already doing podcasting. So as a cost-effective choice, you know, it's a clear alternative to doing it manually which means buying all the equipment and doing all the process, you know, that I described before scheduling interviews, editing, promoting, all of that kind of stuff. You have to uh, pay your employee to learn how to do that stuff and then do it on a, on a regular basis. And that is thousands upon thousands of dollars in terms of labor uh, and equipment and, and everything else. Uh, or paying an agency, which is even more expensive. Obviously, they do a fantastic job. But you know, agency quality podcasts aren't necessary for the majority of businesses. Just like you don't need a a top notch writer to write your blog posts, a lot of great content comes directly from the employees of a company. Uh, but that doesn't exist today for audio. We we haven't got a tool that allows employees to easily, safely create audio and have you know have it broadcast representing their brand. And that's something that I'm excited about. And the other one is uh, about supplementing, you know, existing methods. So, people, businesses who are already creating content, but found themselves in the same position I did when I am uh, podcasting, which is they want to increase their output frequency, they want to create more content, or they want to create the content, you know, with reduced effort. Um, they can add Rumble Studio to their existing methods, so they have some human interviews taking place, and they have some automatic interviews as well. Um, and, you know, all of this. Combines to improve the ROI of the the audio content uh, activity, and I think will combat attrition. And attrition is a you know huge problem in in podcasts that doesn't get talked about enough. I think you know people love to say, "I know there's a um, more than a million podcasts in Apple Podcasts right now." That's true, but um, half of those are inactive, so not being updated anymore and only half of the ones that are have more than 10 episodes so there's a huge bias towards new podcasts a lot of people starting podcasts a lot of people looking at the results they're getting realizing they're not earning you know a fortune after their first five or six episodes and by episode 10 half of them are quit and uh, that's a real shame you know because it takes it definitely takes more than 10 episodes to to produce a, a podcast that is successful it's a habit building activity Uh, it's also a a skill that, that needs to be learned, especially using the traditional methods. Uh, but even using Rumble Studio, you know, there's a, there's a knack to using it and a, and a style that you develop over time. Um, and so my hope is that by making it way easier, 10 times easier, 10 times faster to, to create, um, audio content, it means that people will stick with it a lot longer. Uh, it also means, because it's way cheaper to create it using a tool like this, that a lot more people get involved, and that will increase the number of niche voices. So, if you think about it, you know there's two hundred and fifty active podcast, two hundred fifty thousand active podcasts on Apple Podcasts with more than ten episodes. Two hundred fifty thousand—that is not a big number when you compare it to the hundreds of millions of websites out there. There's, I think, thirty-one million YouTube channels. Uh, you think of any other content medium, and that you know it's orders of magnitude more content than what there is uh, in podcast today and yet podcasts are one of the best ways to build trust to build authority to generate leads they convert extremely well Uh, they create that deep intimate connection with your audience and yet so few businesses so few individuals are leveraging that i think that's a shame
0: ideally what kind of podcaster will use rumble studio
1: Well, I think a variety of businesses and individuals will will use a product like this. Uh, We went into it um, with the mind that medium-sized businesses who have the budget for tools and have possibly people on staff who can run, you know, can use these tools on a regular basis would be interested uh, in the first instance, particularly businesses with high-value, complex products that require, you know, a lot of explaining to their customers. Uh, So thinking of uh, businesses like B2B SaaS products, software as a service uh, products, um, real estate, construction, healthcare, uh, financial services, professional services, these kinds of things where it really pays to invest over the longer term in investing your customers because when they do make a purchase, they spend a lot of money and and therefore they do a lot of research beforehand. And one of the trends that I uh, unearthed is that um, these businesses more and more are dealing with millennial buyers, buyers from the millennial generation, and millennials in general like to do a lot more independent research before contacting a sales organization. And so maybe baby boomers or generation uh, Z or Y would just pick up the phone and contact sales. Millennials will uh, consume as much online content as they possibly can before they they contact the sales organization. So they're further along down the funnel before they even speak to the company. And so it uh, behooves the company to have as much rich content about their company, about their products, about their uh, their values, as possible available on the channels that these millennials are are consuming and are present on uh, in order to be able to stand the best chance of being able to sell them. Um, So medium-sized businesses, uh, first of all, in a range of different industries, uh, but also uh, communications firms. Uh, I've spoken with a lot of PR agencies. We've got PR um, companies uh, on board now as clients producing audio content like podcasts for themselves and their clients. So either creating a podcast for the PR agency itself and interviewing select clients, or creating a a podcast for their client as part of a a branding exercise. Um, I hear that there's uh, a trend where businesses are uh, not relying so much on media and using more tools to get the word out, build up their own audiences, uh, crucially. Um, An example would be um to uh, launch a podcast to support um an author's book launch for example they've got a book coming out and so they release a podcast alongside it in order to be able to generate some buzz uh, and i think everybody should be able to do this it shouldn't just be the people who can afford to go through pr agencies everybody should be able to to have this uh, this ability and uh and of course the last group would of course be people who already make podcasts on behalf of other people uh which would be like podcast agencies digital marketing agencies and the, and these kinds of um organizations and so at the moment you know a digital agency might subcontract some of that work to a podcast agency who's you know, specialized in creating audio content and that podcast agency might be looking for a cheaper way to you know produce the content to reduce the cost of their creative to be able to canvas opinion to go out and capture a lot of that audio bring it in house and use their existing editing uh, processes to to really give it that last minute sparkle so there's loads of different ways you can use a tool like rumble studio you can use it for podcasts but of course you can use it for branding as well um and uh mid funnel support one company i spoke to uh wanted to create um capture audio clips from their customers like customer testimonials basically looking to um uh have the customers talk about their experience using um the product to be able to provide reassurance to new potential customers answering common queries and then they would take those audio clips Put them on the, the pricing page, for example. And so when uh, customers are looking to, you know, when they're deciding whether they're going to buy the, the the budget package or the, the premium package, you know, they've got certain concerns in their mind, certainly for, for high priced items like B2B SaaS. If they hear these uh, reassuring stories from existing customers uh, in audio form, they can just click on it on the website and just hear it, a quick clip for a minute or two. Uh, it gives them the confidence to to buy the premium package because they've already heard the voice of somebody who had the same problem as them and then uh, solved it using that product. Of course, I'm hoping that a lot of indie podcasts will come on and use our tool as well. I think we'll be launching it as a freemium tool, so there'll be certain level of features that are available for free so everybody can get involved. Uh, I'm sure people can think of 101 different creative users for this uh, question-answer type system. We're going to be adding new types of blocks all the time. We get, we've got a couple of really great ideas to be able to access um, opinions from the crowd. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll release more details about that when they're when they're actually built. Um, but I encourage everyone to go and check out, uh, Rumble Studio and, and come up with some cool ways to use it. Uh, we've got not just a record feature on there, but we've also got a, an upload audio feature. So you can use it to rearrange, um, audio that you pre-recorded elsewhere. You can stick in your own jingles, your own ads, whatever you want to do. Uh, so it's designed to be flexible. It's designed to be, uh, you know, a creative tool, not be too rigid in the way that you, you have to use it. And that's, that is by design. So yeah, there's a huge number of, uh, uses for it. And I'm excited to see what people do with it. So just to let you know, the MVP is live right now. Uh, We've got more than 100 active users on the the, uh, app uh, as we speak. Uh, It's free to use. You can use it to record audio, edit, export, and publish audio on your own podcast. You get an RSS free, so we've got free podcast hosting, which is a nice little benefit. Uh, You can get all of that at rumble.studio. That's the URL, rumble.studio. We're calling the uh, podcasts uh, that you can export (laughs) podcasts <laughs> because it's a bot a bot that's doing the uh the interviewing um so uh, when you do export the that audio you get all the individual files uh that you can use uh in raw form in your own projects and you get one concatenated file which uh, which can include the jingles and everything else you get a, so you get a podcast that's ready to go and you can host it through us so it's an end-to-end platform as we speak uh it's free to use like i say rumble.studio um i plan to be releasing more podcasts like this one that you're listening to right now on the voice tech podcast so i encourage you to also just head over to voicetechpodcast.com uh, and uh subscribe to the podcast sign up to the newsletter and um, so you can be informed of other podcasts coming on but um, yeah apart from that uh, thank you very much for listening I really appreciate the opportunity Sheila for, for coming on and talking to you about Rumble Studio it's wonderful to have you as one of our very first users and uh, I'm uh, really excited to, to listen to more of, your, uh, more of your content I think you're doing a fantastic job on the, on the, uh, on the podcast so keep it up and uh, thank you very much